Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Welcome back to Books and Stuff Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And this is going to be our worst books of 2023. Yes, 2023 was a bit of an odd year. Uh, If I am talking a bit soft, my throat is a little hurting right now. I just worked eight days in a row, so I'm uh, throat's a little tired. Um, But yeah, no, we have uh, been a very jumpy year 2023 was. I had a lot of rereads and everything, and... I definitely have a bottom five, so, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so this is a little bit unique because, as you all maybe know, we both have booktube channels, and we both do not do worst books of the year lists over there just because, I don't know, we don't really like talking super negative over there, but for the podcast, it's kind of like whatever goes um so yeah we're each going to talk about our worst five reads of 2023 but before we get into it don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen especially apple and spotify and don't forget to follow the podcast that's super helpful all of that stuff is very helpful in us growing and yeah just for our stats and everything so We'd love if you did that. Also, in the show notes down below or wherever wherever they are, you'll find our bookstagrams, our booktube channels, and the podcast Instagram, where you'll be able to be caught up to date on everything that's going on with the podcast and all that good stuff. So don't forget to follow us uh, over there if you want to know what's coming up and all that good stuff. So with all of that out of the way... Are you ready to jump into our worst books of the year? I believe I am. We're also not going to be doing what we're currently reading in this episode either, which is something that we usually do to start off episodes only because this is another one that we're, we are pre-recording. So it's technically 2023 right now. And so what we're reading now is kind of irrelevant to when you're actually going to be hearing this episode. Yeah, pretty much. So do you want to go first? Uh, we'll go sure. back and forth. I can go first. So I've got some notes here because a lot of these books are from a while ago. Uh, at least for mine, I haven't really read a bad one recently. Knock on wood. I don't think any of these are recent. I'd see the problem at the bottom five here is they like are not memorable for me. So, um, but let yeah, me... that's going to be the main theme of these books. It's like either they weren't memorable or they just plainly sucked so yeah what's your yeah. first one so the first one i have is the house in the pines um, i think it's by anna reyes yeah i think that sounds familiar um i originally gave this three stars a lot of these i think i'm gonna be like two star ratings just because I, I just they're not memorable at all honestly i told danielle i don't like i picked my bottom five solely because like i really didn't remember many of them at all so well yeah we'll get into that for each book but yeah we'll tell you our original rating when we first talk about the book and then it maybe the rating has changed we'll let you know when we 
you know, go through each book, but go ahead. So, uh, pretty much, uh, I remember choosing it because it was short. It was a new thriller release and it had a free audiobook for it. So I chose it. Uh, I read a synopsis for a completely different book. I remember going into this one. So I was expecting things to happen in this book that didn't just because I confused myself with different synopsis. Yeah. You had, you had read the synopsis for Hunted by Darcy Coates. And so when you were reading this book, I remember you saying like, when's this girl going to get lost in the forest or something like, yeah, I, I remember that. I was like, there's supposed to be this girl getting lost and her name is this so far. We're following some dude and his name is this and, yeah. or something like that. And I'm like, what the heck? And then I like read the back of the book and I'm like, this isn't what I thought I was reading. And yeah, it was a very, very funny thing. Uh, but yeah, so the synopsis is Maya used to be friends with Frank, who is a weird, suspicious guy. And this thing is women will just randomly drop dead in front of him. When she was in high school, her best friend died this way. And now seven years later, she stumbles across a video of another girl who died in a similar way. Uh, this triggers her since it's so familiar to her. And she's trying to push that he's the suspect. But people are like, no, it's a coincidence. And I honestly don't remember anything beyond that. And that's honestly truthful. Like I, I literally don't. Uh, my issue was there's a present day timeline and then a few and then uh, a few chapters of past timeline, but then the present day timeline didn't seem to mesh with the past timeline. So it was kind of jumpy and not really cohesive in my opinion yeah, at all. It's always the worst. Yeah. Uh, terrible. Whenever there's a two timeline thing, it just doesn't mesh together. Well, just when it jumps around too much. So this well, is yeah. one I didn't read. Well, yeah. And be glad you didn't um i originally gave it a three but like i said i think i'm gonna do a two. First of all i didn't remember much anything quickly after i read let alone months and months later uh, i had to re-listen to the podcast i talked about this book on initially to even remember my thoughts and what this book was about uh, which is going to be a reoccurring theme with most of these um this book just didn't work for me but also it didn't help that i went into it thinking i was reading a totally different story just like danielle said uh, but yeah, not the worst thing I've read, but definitely not uh, the best since it's uh, on this list. So there you have The House in the Pines. Yeah, we literally were like making up the outline for this podcast and we had to go through different videos and old podcast episodes just to even remember what some of these books were about and what our like original thoughts were. So we kind of like wrote out what the synopsis was for all of these and stuff so if it sounds like we're reading from a script we kind of are <laughs> because we had to take some some heavy notes yeah completely um all right well my first one that i'm going to touch on i actually did rank mine from like the absolute worst book i read to like the i guess best of the worst so i'll start with the best of the worst and then i'll end with like the worst book I read this year. Um, and so my fifth worst or the best of the worst is Let Him In by William Friend. I originally gave this three stars. I chose this one because I wanted to read a new release. This came out in October and this one was really short and it seemed like it wasn't uh, talked about a lot, which actually made me want to read it more. I kind of like to do a mix of super hyped books and kind of like hidden gem books because if I can promote like a book that isn't being talked about a lot then 
I get more excited about that, obviously. Um, but this book, we've got this father whose wife died eight months ago and they have twin daughters and the girls were telling the dad that there was a man in their room and his name was Black Mamba. Black Mamba can shapeshift and um, he's the girl's quote unquote imaginary friend. Um, there's two perspectives in this book, the dad's and then his wife who died had a twin sister and I don't remember her name, but um, we also have her sp- perspective too. She's a psychiatrist and the dad enlists her help because he's worried about the kids and is just wanting advice and help in diagno- and help in diagnosing like what the whole imaginary friend thing is and you know, blah blah blah. She's hesitant to help but ends up helping. I could tell right from the beginning that I wasn't going to like this book because I knew where at least part of this book was headed and that was that there was going to be a romance between the dad and his ex-wife's twin sister. And I was like, that is like too much. Like, why are we doing that? So I was right in predicting that but also I remember just wanting more of Black Mamba in the book because those were the creepy parts whenever that Black Mamba was mentioned or we found out more about Black Mamba so I remember not getting enough of that and so that's why this book just didn't work for me also this book just read like a movie script like it felt like it was almost read because they wanted like a movie adaptation for it or something like I don't know if that makes sense, but it just, it didn't feel like a storybook. Like, I don't know. That probably sounds dumb. I, I know what you're saying. Like, there was like a book that felt like it should have been. Like, when I read like you that synopsis, did that sound like it would be like a movie? Yeah, more or less. It sounded like more like movie than it did book. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to stick with the three star rating. If anything, it'd maybe be like a two and a half star. It wasn't like, obviously, the worst book I read. Like I said, it's the best of the worst, but. I don't know. It just didn't work for me in general. So, yeah. But if you're looking for a short horror book and that sounded interesting to you, I think it was like 200 pages, maybe a little bit more than that. So it's pretty short. But yeah, there you have Let Him In by William Friend. Yes, Let Him In. Um, all right. So my I'm I don't have a specific order. I should have yeah. mentioned that at the beginning. Uh, I'm just kind of going in the order of which my documentation is in here. So. Uh, if your worst book of these five is like the one that I loved, then like I'm that's gonna be sad. That can't be your worst book of the year. It might be. No, it's not. I think this one that you're about to talk about is. No, it's either this one or the next one. Okay. Go okay. For it. So the next one up is "Take Me Apart." Uh, again, Sarah Slager. Yes, I should have put notes on the authors. Yeah, you didn't write the authors' names next to your notes. That's okay. It's okay. I know them. (laughs) They just weren't memorable for me. That's what it is. Okay, Sarah Slager. Cool. Okay, I read this one because it was on our January buddy read, and we wanted to choose a random backlist book we own to start that off with. Uh, What was your original rating? uh, Two and a half stars. Okay. Did you end up reading this? Nope. And... I think it was because of me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me just keep going. Okay. Uh, we're following a girl named Miranda who's a photographer way back decades ago. Decades ago, and basically what happens is she kills herself, like, and 
like the whole point of the book is this new journalist, Kate, is basically working with Theo, who is Miranda's son, and they're going through all her work and all her stuff, and Kate is secretly trying to figure out what actually happened to Miranda and believes Miranda really didn't kill herself. I like I I remember that and I it sucked. Okay, the plot twist in this book sucked. Right, there you go. Uh, it lets you think there are going to be so many twists, and the twist that ended up happening was so flat. I actually really liked Kate and Theo. I was fine with them, but the whole plot of the book was so dull and to- a total waste of time. I literally told Danielle to not even bother reading it because what a waste of time. Yeah, there it is. So I just kept reading my notes. Whatever. Um, I'll stand by my two and a half star rating. Uh, this was another one that I had to go back and watch my video because, like I said, it just was not memorable um, and left my mind immediately after finishing it. So, yeah, you literally. I honestly don't it. even remember the twist. You, I, well, I don't think you can talk about it now. I remember you telling me not to read this, and I remember you saying that the like your um, what you said was like. I think there, like, literally, like, wasn't a twist. Like, it was just, like, a book that, like, claimed to be a thriller, but, like, there wasn't really a twist. That's what I remember. So don't take my word for it, because, like I said, I didn't read it. But for some reason, I remember, like, that being the issue that you had with it. Yeah, I vaguely remember that now, where I was like, yeah, this kind of just felt like a story. Like, there was nothing going on with it. Right. Um. Well, very nice. My next book is Just Another Missing Person by... Gillian Jillian McAllister I gave this a 2.5 star rating I picked this book up because it was a new release and I was sent a finished copy by the publisher so I figured why not give it a go and her previous her previous release was a huge hit so I was hoping this one would be too she's the author of um oh shoot what is it something about time wrong place wrong time um but I hated this book, just point blank. I hated it. It was mainly because I just simply couldn't care less about it. It's a book that should have taken a couple days to read, but it took way too long to get through because I just didn't want to pick it back up at all. Like, I think it took me a week to read this book. Um, and like, I know everyone's saying like, yeah, I could have DNF'd it, but I don't do that that often. I already put so much time into the book and I just like wanted to count it as a finished book towards my reading goal. Honestly, um, I don't DNF too often because literally of that reason, like if I've already put time into the book and I've made it far enough, I'm like, okay, I have to count this as a book. If I'm still early on and I decide to DNF, then I will. But that wasn't the case with this one. Um, So this book, you're following Julia, who's a detective, and she's heading this missing persons case. Um, It's an interesting case because there's like footage of the missing girl walking down an alleyway, and then she completely disappears on the footage. So they go check out the alleyway to see if there's like a secret hole or doorway or something she could have gone through, and they didn't see anything. Um, There's also a side storyline where Julia's daughter, Genevieve, was robbed and in self-defense she like stabbed him with her keys and a couple days later that person wound up dead and Julia was also the head of that case and she just like wrapped it up nice and quick because she didn't want anything to trace back to her daughter actually being the one who killed him well um 
someone like knew that she did that and so they're using it to black they're using that to blackmail her in this current case that she's working on this is a like how far would you go to protect uh, someone you love trope but this book was so incredibly slow and boring like I said I just didn't care about anyone or the story in general um, there are way too many perspectives and I didn't get attached to any of the characters in this book. So to just keep jumping around between all of them, um, it was just too much. Also, some things in this book were so confusing. I remember, um, I don't remember what was confusing like specifically, but, um, I just remember I was confused a little bit and the ending had terrible payoff for the long haul that it took to get there. So yeah, this is just one that simply did not work for me so yeah there you have just another missing person it's a two and a half star rating i'll stand by that um pretty uh not memorable so yeah so there you have it um the next one that i have uh is uh the uh the laws of the skies um i gave this two stars it's a extreme horror. Uh, it's an extreme horror book, uh, and I I remember this one, and I really the issue I had with it. I'll read it. Uh, so two stars. I'm gonna stick with two stars. Um, a class of six year olds go on a class camping trip with three different chaperones: the teacher and two parents of the kids in the class. Uh, this is not a spoiler. It literally it, it's literally the plot of the book. One of the six-year-olds is not having a great time. He has anger issues, and you basically just read his journey on killing everybody in the, uh, pretty much killing everybody in the group. Uh, I This is one that I read, and I actually gave it four stars, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, we, we've we determined that you are a, uh, a uh, someone who is extre- extreme horror buff. Uh, this is a slasher book, and it's like 100 pages. My main issue was it was too unrealistic, and I get it. It's a nonfiction book, it's or it's not, it's a fiction what? book. I don't know, man. Uh, it's a fictional book, so I know that like obviously it's like a fake story, but like the way the author wrote this, it didn't seem like he was actually writing six year olds. The things it did, the things they said, it didn't really like seem like a bunch of six year olds. Like they seem like they're like high school kids. Um. So, I mean, this book didn't work for me at all, and it's really not the type of story I'm interested in. Uh, this is uh, one of that borders on extreme horror, like I said. Um, throughout the year, I've learned that isn't my thing for the most part. Uh, and like I said, Danielle really likes the extreme horror stuff, but just did not work for me. Um, and it's just a, an author writing a fictional story better than I can with the extreme books. So this was better at least you know it helped me see but yeah it just not for me and i did not like the writing in general um (laughs) yeah i liked this book i gave it four stars it's not like a favorite by any means but um (laughs) oh my god i must have like typed that at like (laughs) two in the morning because that was not a coherent sentence not what i just read I like literally like just read it. Script I, I like no read it from the script, said. and as soon as I finished reading it, I looked at Tara. I'm like, "What did I just say?" <laughs> like, oh my god! Oh, that's hilarious. Have, having a baby, man, it just does um, things to you at early times of the day. 
Well, yeah, I still recommend that one. Honestly, I don't know the author's name. It's like, I think it's a translated book, maybe, or maybe I not. I think it was, it was translated. Like Greg, Gregoire something or other. I'm not totally sure. But um, yeah, that one really worked for me. Um, so my next one is going to be um, Games for Dead Girls. I think this is by Jen Williams. Um, I'm not totally sure about that. And my original rating for this one was a two star. This one is going to be the shortest one that I'm going to talk about because I do not remember a damn thing about this book. I didn't feature this on YouTube at all or in a podcast or on Instagram, like literally nowhere. So I didn't have anything to look back to. And like we mentioned in last week's episode, if you listen to that one, we like did terrible about updating Goodreads on like reviews and ratings and everything. So like I didn't have a reference point to go back to this one. So this is going to be short and sweet. All I remember was that you're following an aunt and her niece, I believe, and they go away to do research for the aunt's book she's trying to write. And like the niece makes friends with the local girl and things just like go wrong from there. Honestly, I don't remember much more than that. Um, But this book, this book had folklore vibes and that isn't really my scene. And I also remember that it was really slow moving and super boring um, like I said, I literally don't remember anything. Um, this is also a very like under-reviewed book. I remember choosing this one. Like I said, I like trying to find like a hidden gem book and that's why I picked this one up. But um, yeah, this one just really was a miss for me. And um, I was doing research for new releases a couple months ahead of this book And I thought that this one would be like a perfect read and it sounded so good. But yeah, little did I know it ended up on this list um, by the end of the year. So yeah, not the worst one, but certainly not the best. My like middle of the pack here for my worst reads. Yes, the middle of the road. I honestly, you going through your list, I honestly don't remember almost like any of these books that you read. Yeah, for real. So, um... The next one I have is What Have We Done? And this is your uh, one that will be nice and short. Yes. I originally gave this three stars, but I'm not going to lie. I don't really remember. I kind of remember this one. My main problem with this book was too many characters, and all of them basically had a perspective we followed. Um, oh, yeah, I do. I, I remember that now. This wasn't a super long thriller, but it still had 90 chapters, so each chapter was very short, and we kept switching to a new character so quickly. And so often, so it wasn't very enjoyable in that sense. Uh, I can't really give you a great synopsis for this one because I honestly don't remember which characters ended up doing what. I think the three uh, were Jenna, Nico, and Donnie, but like there were plenty of other people too. And this technically is the highest rate of the five I'm talking about, but I have the least to say because it wasn't bad, but again, not memorable. And just too much going on that I just really didn't. It just didn't work for me at all. Yeah, this is one I wasn't really interested in picking up after I heard you talk about it. Um, the author for this one is Alex Finlay. For anyone oh, who yeah, might right. want to read this one. Yeah, um, I think, was that my first or second Alex Finlay book? Um, Your second. You read his previous release, and that one you liked because I think it was like the one set in like a blockbuster or like about a blockbuster or something like that. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, the... Night shift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The night one. shift or you something like that. that. Yeah, said. I remember. Th- yeah, I remember that one. That one was good. But this one, yeah, I don't remember who did what or anything. So. 
All right. I have two left to talk about. This one is kind of my most disappointing because it's Everything the the Darkness Eats by Eric LaRocca. I gave this one two stars. Um, I picked this one up because I've really, really enjoyed Eric LaRocca books um, in the past. And so I always want to pick up his books. This is the first time he published a full novel, I believe. And I actually thought that this one would have worked better as a collection or just short stories, which is what he is used to doing. Um, So there's two different stories you're following in this novel. So you obviously know they'll intersect at some point. But it was like almost too little too late in the book for this to happen. Uh, Like one story I was way more intrigued by than the other one too. So I kind of sped read the other one because I was just like meh about it. Um, One story is very dark in tone because I said that word in tone. (laughs) Because there's a married gay couple who's targeted by a hate crime. And it gets really intense, like really, really intense. It's it, like I said, it's dark um, and upsetting to read. And that was the story that I was actually more intrigued to keep tabs on just because I found it more uh, like I kept wanting to know what was going to happen to this couple. Um, the other story had some magical elements to it, which doesn't usually work for me. And it's not something I'm usually seeking out in a story. So just by nature, that one didn't work out well. Um, That one was like about a bunch of people who started disappearing in this small town. And that was due to like a guy named Ghost, who was really mysterious, like we knew that. But he was also very entrancing because he takes people victim to like his dark magic ritual. Um, like I said, the whole magical aspect isn't something I'm used to or really seek out. So I just didn't prefer that storyline. Um, but like my main issue, like I said, was these two storylines didn't feel cohesive at all. And I enjoyed one way more than the other. And it took so long for these two plots to intersect. Like honestly, spoiler alert, just like fast forward, like skip ahead 10 seconds. These stories didn't intersect until the last five pages of the book and like it wasn't even like in in, it wasn't even in a way that I enjoyed like you're reading this 250 page book thinking that these stories would intersect and they didn't intersect until I don't even think five pages I think like three like I remember you talking way too late I remember and so I was like what's the fucking point so I stand by the two-star rating unfortunately because like I said I really really like Eric LaRocca but I had such high expectations for this book. I had high hopes and this was just a letdown. So second worst book I read this year, unfortunately, like you hate to see it. Speaking of a book with high expectations, the really bad <laughs> letdown. Um, this is your last one. Yeah, this is my last one. I don't know if it is my least favorite book of the year. It can't be. Uh, I remember in my video, which I might say. In... I think take me apart was your least favorite. I remember you like really just like hating that one. Yeah, I also really hated this one too, which is <laughs> okay, very fine. unfortunate for you. It is. You'll hear me talk about this book um next week, so spoiler alert. Everyone in my family has killed someone and there's Benjamin an, Stevenson. Another book by this guy out. And I don't I don't think it's gonna be the same premise as this. Um the sequel for this one actually comes out in January when you'll be hearing this one. I think it comes out the end of January and you bet better bet your bottom dollar that I'll be getting that 
sequel right on pub day and you can bet your bottom dollar i will not be getting that on pub day. <laughs> uh i originally gave this two stars i need to read i'm gonna read my notes here and i'm gonna say the quote i said i think at the end of my my uh my video i did on this i read this book because danielle was like omg you have to read this this book will be one of my favorites of the year spoiler alert for next week so naturally i picked it up because yeah, she, by the way. she picks some gems. She yeah. Danielle picks... Usually every month I have the Danielle pick of the month. Mm-hmm. It's usually a thriller book and it's usually a banger. This one sucked. Um, I promised her I would read to the end of this book, but if it weren't for that, I would have DNF'd it. I 100% wanted the DNF this stupid book. The family is reuniting because one of their family... One of their family... I can't type, man. One of their one thief, one of thief family members, one of their family members is being released from prison. So they are all meeting up at, at this resort. A body shows up dead at the resort. So there's a mystery you're trying to solve while also sorting through a lot of family drama. The redeeming quality of this book was the ending, I will say, which is why I gave it two stars. Otherwise, this could have been a one star or a DNF, like I said. In my video, I said this was a zero star book with a two star ending. And the only reason the ending was good is because it explained all the hogwash that happened throughout the entire book. It gave off very, like, Knives Out feelings, the ending did. So. I, I can't compare it to that. Okay. The, uh, yeah, the ending, I can say, yes. Yeah, but the but whole I entire rest said. of the book reminded me of poop. I hated the narrator because at the very beginning he said, I'm going to tell you everything that happens. I'm going to tell you when people die. I'm going to tell you this. And I'm going to tell you, like, people die on page, like... 8, 45, 30, like, he, like, just lists them out. And I'm like, dude, just read the damn book. Like, I, like, and Danielle's like, that's why I liked it. And I'm like, why? I just liked the narrator in general. I, I'm not, yeah, you know. He's, yeah, he says he's going to be super reliable. He tells you what pages to expect everything on. It drilled me nuts. I, I, like, like I just said, just let me read the damn book. I really wanted to like this book because it really worked for Danielle, but this is just one of those books where we just have the we just have total complete opposite ratings for it. Just like how she enjoys extreme horror, and I think I can't even like rate those books. Yeah. Um, I stand at the two stars. You know, I'm gonna give it one and a half. Now that I'm remembering this hogwash. Um, Fine. Fine. But it it just it really did not work for me, and it's unfortunate because, like I said, Danielle absolutely loved it, and I. I couldn't, I barely got through it. So there you have uh, what I'm going to call my least favorite book of the year. I would say The Laws of the Skies would be probably a close second that or they're probably tied with each other. So, All right. My worst book of 2023, You Shouldn't Have Come Here by Geneva Rose. I remember this. You really I originally this. gave this book two stars. Honestly, it could be like a one star. Let's just be straight up honest. Um, I remember I chose this book because I had a free audiobook through Libro FM for it. And so I was really excited to read it. It didn't seem super long. Um, this is an example of a book that was mismarketed. This book was pushed as a thriller. And I would argue that it really is not a thriller. Um, I knew pretty early on into the book that it wasn't going to be rated well and it wouldn't work for me. Again, should I have stopped reading? Yeah, probably. But again, another book toward my goal. And I actually did want to see how this train wreck, train wreck would end. 
because like I just had to know like where the thrilling elements were going to be in this book because they weren't there for almost the entire freaking book biggest waste of time anyway you're following these two characters who are staying at this airbnb together randomly and like all i remember about this book was that these two characters were so unbelievably horny and i wanted no part of it it took forever for them to like finally get together that it w- you were just reading about a bunch of horny people for the whole book and there was no thrilling elements until the very end like the last like 20 pages of the book maybe like was where anything thrilling happened there was some like suspense but like I would not call this book a thriller it was maybe like a romantic suspense like at best because there was some like creepy things happening in the house and so there were like both these characters are wondering like what's going on and everything but nothing like I don't know, not a lot. It was way more romance than anything else. And that was not something I knew going into this book. So I just had the wrong expectations thinking that this was going to be a thriller. And I just like the plot drove me nuts. Like if I wanted to read about a bunch of horny people, I would have picked up a smut book. Like that's not what I came here for. Who would have picked up an erotica book? Yeah, I, I didn't come here to this book for that. And so for those reasons, I am so far out one star i'm dropping my rating to one star this is the worst book i've read this year the worst of the worst so the worst of 2023 literally like the worst book i've read in my life not really but okay damn, i hated it i was gonna say i feel like there's another <laughs> book that you might hate more yeah probably. i can't think of it but I'm sure yeah. it probably is well that was fun those are our 10 worst books of the year yeah 10 total i was like 10 we said five and yeah, then next I can't. Week we'll, I can't math. Next week will be our best reads of the year, so we'll we get to might talk positively. Do, we're probably going to do top five again with that, right? Um, yeah. If you want to see top ten, um, you can go to our YouTube channels, just because it'd probably be a really long episode if we each talked about ten books, because those books we'll actually want to talk about. Yeah. Um, and so we'll do our top five on the podcast, and maybe we'll talk about the five more in depth than we did on youtube but if you want the full 10 um go to youtube and it'll just be shorter conversations about each book yeah maybe youtube will keep it like spoiler free but in the podcast maybe we will have a little spoiler i already basically spoiled one of my five so well no i meant like spoil like the plot no i know i'm saying i i already spoiled what one of my five will be yeah, my least episode. favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, that's it for this episode. Yeah, this was fun. Again, I can't wait for next week because we get to talk about more positive things. And uh, Yeah, so go over to our Instagram and then on the um, episode promo for this post, let us know what your worst read of 2023 was because I would love to know. I would love to know. Or give us your opinions on our top five yeah. and see if you agree or if you disagree, like how Danielle disagrees with my least favorite. But, you know, we all don't have good taste. No, I'm kidding. I love you. All right. So don't forget to follow this podcast, especially on Apple and Spotify. That's the most helpful. Just following it. You don't even have to write and review it if you don't want to, but just following it is really helpful. Um, and yeah, we will see you next week with our best books of 2023. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.